here we are. Welcome. It's just me and you, baby. Do you like that sultry voice? (laughs) Yeah, I wish that you would say it to me more. (laughs) Now I'm embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shy. Yeah. Um, Can we even do our intro without Mel? Um, It feels bad to do it. So I guess like... We watched The Bachelor and made some snacks for your favorite snack-themed Bachelor podcast. Welcome to Life's a Snackin' What's Crackin' Life's a Bash. Welcome to the show. Mal's not here. <laughs> That's a perfect info. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Matt James. Oh, you, should we, let's talk about snacks since I've got mine right here. Okay, let's do Can it. You- can what you hear the glass tinkling? Yeah, I got ice tinkles too. But on plastic, so it doesn't sound as nice. They both sound satisfying, in my opinion. What's in your drink? Um, I'm drinking a mocktail with grenadine, grapefruit juice, and sparkling water, and maraschino cherries. That sounds awesome, and you have a cute little umbrella. Yeah, all of this is thanks to Jill. It's a birthday mocktail. Happy birthday! I just had the last of the leftovers. That's really fun. Um, did you snack on any food today? Oh gosh, I just ate a butt ton of uh, Bon Appetit's best pesto Ooh, and nice. some roasted asparagus. So it's a plate full of green. Oh, and I ate so much of it. Man, pasta, when pasta's good, I just have like three helpings. That sounds amazing. What about you? I had to go pick up a prescription this afternoon because I was refilling all my old people pills box for the week. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm missing something. Um, So I was like, oh, crap, I got to refill this right now because I need to be able to take this today. So anyway, I I scooched out to the pharmacy this afternoon and treated myself to a Starbucks. So I had um, an impossible breakfast sandwich for lunch at 3.30. Mm-hmm. And then I got... Where is your impossible sandwich from? Also Starbucks? Yeah, also Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a triple espresso with regular mocha and white mocha on ice with half and half. And my stomach is so janky today. And I think it's because I've been eating a lot of dairy. <laughs> but <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds delicious. Can't you get it, like, dairy-free? Yeah, I could get it with, like, soy instead, but then it wouldn't taste as good, so what can I say? Mm, I love soy milk. Probably because it just has extra sugar in it. Yeah, I don't like how soy milk feels in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And when it's, like, I don't know, there's, I like it in certain contexts, but not in my coffee. Yeah, I feel you. That's it. Kind of snack and light this week. Yeah, that's okay. Um, can I ask what your pharmacy of choice is? Um, yeah, I just go to the Walgreens on Kitsap Way. Oh, okay. They got a drive-through. Oh, that's handy. Mm-hmm. See, I have um, I like love that Walgreens exists as like a late night drugstore. Like you really need makeup or a gift, and it's ten p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, like, I've really only used them for photos, and they're the only place and also the very worst place to print photos. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I think when 
Even when one hour photo was like popular, there was still nobody behind the counter at Walgreens. Right. Yeah. They don't staff that department even a little bit. Even a decade or two ago. <clears throat> anyway, I go to the Fred Meyer pharmacy. It's the most, it's the furthest one away. Yeah. But I feel classy when I'm at Fred Meyer more than at any other um, pharmacy. Yeah, I think that's that makes sense to me. Well, and they since they've done their last big remodel, the pharmacy's pretty like big and wide open now, right? Oh, very. By the bathrooms. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the Safeway nearby is gross. Walgreens feels depressing and empty. I would probably never go to a grocery store pharmacy. It just seems like a lot of work to me. I only like drive-throughs. <laughs> I've never done a drive through pharmacy. Yeah, uh, Walgreens also has an app. So, like, if it's a prescription you get regularly, you can just, like, boop, <gasps> refill on the app, and then they tell you when it's ready, and then you just go to the drive through to pick it up. Man, plug, hashtag sponsored by Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I wish. I could Sheesh. Give me that Walgreens money. Yeah. I, well, I guess I'm going to switch to Walgreens now. Rite Aid, I think, is the same. I can't speak to whether or not they have an app, but my mom has always done the Rite Aid drive through for her prescriptions, and she's she likes them. Rite Aid in West Bremerton is slower than Walgreens, so there's less of a line, and they've got more oh. stuff inside the store because it's bigger. And mm-hmm. they don't share that parking lot with Starbucks, so it's usually less of a headache to get in and out. Jeez, they have a giant parking lot and it's always empty, so I just kind of figure it's out of business closed. No, it's real. I've been there like twice in the last year, and both times I'm like, this place is huge. <laughs> they have everything. <laughs> Lots that's of so... like fun things to impulse buy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. You're like, oh, there's soda, chips, a box of chocolates, a stuffed bear, and mascara. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I buy nail polish every time I go. Oh, it's so good. I love nail polish. Speaking of nails, I have these uh, press-ons Jill gave me you did over them. a year ago. They look so cute. I did them last night while I was listening to Lord of the Rings, which I've never read before. Well, that's fun. And it took me a very long... It took no time to put them on. It took a very long time to file them. Oh, yeah. And to get to them like, like the shape size. that you want and the size that you want. Definitely. Yeah. They look awesome. Thank you. Do you like it? I love it, and so do my girls. Actually, Hank does too. That's really fun. I also have press-ons right now. Where's my camera? Ooh, are they gray? Are they purple? They're kind of purpley, um, mm. like periwinkle, like a soft pastel purple. They're gorgeous. Thank you. They're a little bit longer than my natural nails, but they're not like crazy long, so I can still type and do my job and stuff. Unlike last week. <laughs> Those were difficult. <laughs> but very cool. They were so cool. I do have another set of longer ones. They're like a like a peachy color. We should really do oh, this cute. as like a web series since I'm holding yeah. things up to the camera. <laughs> it's a box of st- static nails. Yeah. And um, those are also long like the green ones were. And so I'm excited about them. But I think that I'm going to wait until I have several days off in a row. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you have a vacay. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Did you like the episode? I think so. I watched it uh, yesterday morning. 
mm-hmm. while I was like frantically trying to finish several projects at the same time, and I oh. haven't had a chance to rewatch it. So I medium paid attention. I do have notes that my mom sent me. <laughs> <gasps> Terrific. Yes. Thanks, Mary. So that should hopefully help us fill in some gaps. Mm-hmm. I assume you have notes as well. I do. And my notes aren't like taking notes so I remember what happened. It's just like anything that stands out to me is what yeah. I take a note on. Oh my gosh, guys. What? Ugh. I don't know what is wrong with this wall of the house, but so many ants come. There must be an ant nest. Like in the outside wall? Of, outside of this particular wall, because mm. the ants come in. My It's our walk-in closet now. And my kid's room, which is right below. And I kill like five ants a day, which like isn't an infestation, but it's too many. It's too many. <laughs> on the daily. I hate that for you. I'm so <sighs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there was just one crawling on my computer screen. Ew. So Matt, uh, my first note is that he knows how to talk to people. Yes. And when he's when people are sharing important things, he says, thank you for sharing that. Which could feel awkward if somebody said that to me. Like, thank you for sharing that hard story. Might feel awkward because you're like talking about what you're talking about yeah you know but um i think it really shows that he's like very aware that like this was hard or this was important and like he does appreciate them sharing things about themselves yeah i think maybe we're like we're not used to hearing it but it's really just good communication yeah exactly he's just so good at it and uh he says things like Oh, this is when he's talking to Chelsea, and he says things like, every time you walk into the room is a wow moment. <laughs> That's true. Well, Chelsea first of all, true. It. Yeah. Second of all, he's he's smooth. Yeah. Um, Chelsea talks about a bit about um, hair being an emotional thing, being a black woman. Mm-hmm. I just really appreciate, I don't know, the, like, I, I don't know, it's probably been like three that I can remember, like two black women, one brown woman and they're talking about their experience and i just feel like it's never been present before definitely but i've only seen like a handful of seasons yeah i'm i mean i'm sure that the seasons before i started were just more racist you know (laughs) i can only assume society was yeah i'm pretty sure yeah but i really like that and i i think that is important and something i definitely take for granted yeah. I was talking to our hairstylist, Alicia. She's the best. About... I just saw her yesterday. Oh, you did? To do your hair or an accident? To do my hair. Oh, that looks so beautiful today. Thank you. Anyway, we were just talking about like how I just had always taken for granted that I could just walk into a salon and know that someone could, there do, your could hair. do my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, this is not the same obviously as being a black woman but i definitely have gone into salons and had people do wacky shit to my hair because it's curly (laughs) and frizzy um so i think that's maybe like a teeny tiny percentage of what it feels like (laughs) to go into a place and be like who here can actually do my hair in a way that looks good But I think there are a lot of salons where if you're a black woman, you might go in and zero people there actually know how to do anything for you. And that's very different than anything I've experienced. I'm just like, I I feel very naive, but like, just sounds crazy to me. Like, I I understand that like, if the 
the beauty standard default is one thing that's what people cater to. But it's just so annoying when there's such an enormous need. Yeah. And market, why wouldn't you try to capitalize on that? And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. Um, let's see. Feelings on Katie's candor. Oh, I'm very pro Katie from from top to bottom all the way around. Uh, okay. Like when she stands up for, um, I guess like her conscience, but like kind of like Sarah, like, hey, Victoria, you didn't need to bash on somebody who's gone. Right. That's just like really negative and unnecessary. Well, yeah, I'm definitely (laughs) pro Katie. So and when Katie. Sorry, I feel like we just need to say that Victoria literally says about a woman who went home crying to spend time with her father who's dying. Victoria says the trash took itself out. And that's when Katie was like, that's really unnecessary. Like, she's not even here to defend herself. You need to lay off. So, yeah. that I yes. Thank you for saying something, Katie. Continue. Yeah. Katie is um the best. Yeah. And much more brave than me. Much braver than I am. Uh, and then when Katie is like, this is later, but when she stands up, she's not calling people out. She, well, I mean, first of all, she's calling out people to their face and being very honest. And then she goes to Matt and she's like, look, these ladies aren't listening to me when I tell them to stop spreading rumors. Maybe you should say something because maybe they'll respect you and listen to you. Yeah. Because these rumors could ruin people's lives. Like, yeah, definitely pro Katie. Do you have feelings on her sparkly red dress and hair choice? <laughs> the dress, uh, I was iffy on. I didn't notice her hair, so I must not have had an opinion about that. I did notice the dress because it was like there were too many straps. Am I wrong about that? <laughs> You're not wrong. It was like one strap up and down and then one or two straps sideways, like off the shoulder. Yeah, it was too many straps. But I also know <laughs> that Katie has purchased all of her evening gowns, almost all of her evening gowns from Goodwill. So Oh, whoa. That makes me just like love everything that she oh, does. Love her more. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Katie. Why do you have to be so perfect? I know, right? I did not love the straps on that dress. <laughs> I don't even care about the straps. It was how poofy the bottom was and how sparkly. It looked like a prom dress and her hair updo also looked like a prom do. That's fair. I she don't remember. She looked like she was it. dressed for prom. She looked beautiful, but she looked like she was dressed for prom. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a joke to me. Mm, maybe it was. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we should go find her in Redmond and be like, we're friends now. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, so too. Piper seemed so blah to me before she wore her hair up with dangly earrings. And she like smiled and I was like floored. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're flawless. <laughs> She's so beautiful. Like crazy beautiful. Her lips, her teeth, her like. Her skin, but her hair just, her hair was just up one time and I was like, whoa, <laughs> you seemed so boring to me until now. That's funny. Um, This is what my note says. There's a new girl who gets out of the limo and makes out with Matt. And then he laughs while saying, nice to meet you. <laughs> when she was like walking away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do? You just got made out on. Yeah. That's what we call a non-consensual kiss. <laughs> 
I feel like there's been more and more of those the last couple of seasons, whether there's like a blindfold involved or just like it's happening. I it's not my favorite move. No, Um, Nope. nope. I know all the blindfold ones recently have been like, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I really don't like it. I don't think you can promote that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so. I'm trying to remember, this episode was so weird because last week ended with Sarah going home, and so this week started with a group date that took place right after Sarah left, but they didn't show the day portion of the date at all. They only showed the cocktail party portion of the date. Oh! And then I think he gives the group date rose to Brie? Or is that later? How do ever know what's going on? I... <laughs> I, like, didn't even think about what was happening. I was like, they're dressed fancy. They're roses. I didn't think about it, like, being a date or a rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a group date. And yeah. then there was, like, a full cocktail party and a rose ceremony, which gets interrupted by them springing five new people on him for no reason. Hmm. Yeah, That's so Brie gets a rose starts. at one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe Brie gets the rose at the second Wait a second, what about Piper? Does Piper get a rose? I don't know. I don't know. The rose ceremony is like 15 minutes into the episode, and I know they bring in five new girls, and he keeps four of them. Okay, what are your feelings and thoughts about bringing in new people? It is super fucked up. (laughs) Because why? Well, because it's not how the show has been formatted traditionally, so nobody is expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, if you go to Paradise, you know new people are going to come in and that it's going to change things. Mm-hmm. And it does create drama and animosity and like tension, no matter what. But if you think you understand how the process is going to work and then they completely change it without telling anyone in the middle of the season... I think it's not fine. I think, yeah. like, ev- everything that they do is borderlining or just, like, fully is emotionally traumatic, you know? Yeah. And so this... For the women and Matt. Yes. Partic- yes. I'd say particularly for the women, but definitely also for Matt. But this is a thing that they do, like, on Love Island. It's, like, a pretty classic formula for reality dating shows. But Mm -hmm. it's just, like, not what they have done before on The Bachelor. So I think it's not fine. They did it last season for Taysha, but the excuse was that, like, she came in several weeks to replace Claire. Yes. And she needed a bigger pool, to be fair. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's what, like, made them think they should do it again. Is, like, ooh, this created a, like, us versus them situation. But for Chris to be, like... (sighs) We have the most you got a record. Yeah, yeah, you have the record number of applicants and like it's just so important to us that you find the right person. Like the ugh. Maybe there's a record number of applicants because everybody's out of a job because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Or all of that's made up and they're just saying stuff and using yeah. it as an excuse. I don't know. I think well, it's mean. Definitely isn't the reason they brought new women in. Definitely not. That was to fuck with everyone. Yeah, it it felt like Matt was trying to be honest with Chris in front of the cameras and being like, this kind of sucks. And Chris was like, 
hit him on the shoulder and he's like, good luck, buddy. Yeah. While he's smiling. And you're like, that's mean. Like, then you're like, no wonder Colton jumped a fence. Seriously. At one point, Matt said, like, there's definitely going to be tension and drama because of this. Like, he addressed it directly. Like, this is going to create problems for yeah. these women. Yeah. How could it not? There were so many, so many eye daggers from the OGs to the new Gs. Yeah. Which is also, like, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Because, obviously, the producers made the choice to bring these women in later. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you can totally be mad about the situation, but to be Mm -hmm. actively shitty to these new people who are, like... Yeah, it's like they didn't their get first, to choose. Yeah, it's like their first day at a new school, and every table is the mean girl table. Like, it's not fine to treat people that way. Yeah. Oof. Okay, two things. Okay. Mean girls are the worst. Yes. The other thing is, I feel like I was mean to new people when I was a supervisor, and I really hated getting new people because my job was really stressful and, like, timed. I had, like... This is when I worked at Victoria's Secret, and I had, like, times to um, get shipment from boxes, like, processed and onto the shelves or into the backstock. And so anybody I had working under me affected me. Right. And, of course, they didn't give you actual time to train those people. You just had to, like, Right. There was in. no extra training. <laughs> right. I just had to be like, okay, this is how you process this browse. You have, you have this. Yeah. You have 12 minutes. Yep. And then they'd be like, that's impossible. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> There's actually a gigantic box of panties. They gave you like, oh my gosh, like 14 minutes and it would take seven hours. So insane. Joking. Yeah. Panties are the worst. Anyways. Retail is torture. <laughs> I, was, I got paid like nine fifty an hour. <laughs> yeah. And you were so stressed out. It made you be mean to people. Yeah, I was. I was. I was like, "Okay, this is how you do, how you process sweatpants." And I showed this girl. And I was like, "Okay, now I'm gonna go over here and do this other box because we have no time." And she did all of the sweatpants. And then I was like, "You did them wrong." She was like, "I thought you said put the sensor here." And I was like, "No, I said put the sensor here." And I was like, "Now I never want her to process for me ever again." Mm-hmm. And she was really nice. And I learned that down the road. But she hated me, and I hated her for mm-hmm. the first while. <laughs> Yeah, because she's yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. And you're like, well, I have time to show you once. So yeah, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it was not very nice. But see, in this situation, Victoria's Secret slash Corporate America is the producers. Mm-hmm. And you're the OG girl. And she's the new girl who just made out with Matt. And it's like, oh, you're set up to hate each other and fail. Yeah, that's true. And I was her before, too. Just right. like these girls were the new girls at one point. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so, like, I understand being really pissed and threatened by hot girls, especially after he keeps them. Like, Taisha kept one, too. She kept Noah and Pretty Eyes Spencer, for a couple yeah, weeks. for not very long. But, yeah, not the other guys. I don't think she, she kept them at the all. The majority of them. Also, the girl that goes home out of the new girls, did you notice her dress? Was crazy town i mean i was into it i I was too but then i saw her stomach and i was like is she wearing a bikini what's happening (laughs) yeah it was a little bit confusing the like pattern and the shape was awesome but then like 
her whole stomach was showing. And I was like, is it a dress or is it like a two-piece or... I felt like it was connected. I think it was connected in the back. It was just strange. Yeah. It wasn't like a keyhole peep of like uh, around your rib cage. It was like the whole stomach was yeah. exposed. Anyway, she took uh, a leap. She went out on a limb with that dress mm-hmm. and uh, didn't work for yeah. her, I guess. Um, Let's see. Michelle. Michelle, the teacher from Minnesota. Yeah. So she is one of the new gals and she gets a one on one. Oh my gosh, so much tension. They were like, oh my gosh, if one of the new girls gets a one-on-one, I'm going to be so pissed. And then she gets a one-on-one. Yeah. But she starts, okay, I like hated her until the end of their date because her, some of her first words to Matt are, we would breed well. I thought that was funny. (laughs) I mean, it's weird. (laughs) But I was just like, don't say breed. That's funny. Hey, do you have something? Is there something clicking? Oh, it's you. You're clicking a pen. Oh, God. Get it out of here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. Don't worry about it. I'm just glad I asked. I'm sorry. I was clicking a pen. (laughs) (laughs) It was in my notebook. I threw it away. Don't worry. It's in the trash now. (laughs) I I threw it behind me. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I know. I just like you. You're not in trouble. Okay. Thank you for not doing that anymore. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. We just feel like we're talking to each other. And so you don't think about noises. Nobody can hear that pen that I'm (laughs) clicking incessantly. (laughs) I just pretend it's like eating chips into the microphone. Yeah. You were just eating chips before and now you're done eating them. So uh Michelle thinks they would breed well. And then what else were you gonna say about her? Um, so that just really bothered me. And I was like, I don't like you anymore. Um and they have a great date. I'm actually very surprised by how like serious they seem so quickly, but also I'm like surprised but also like believe it. Mm-hmm. I think they had the most like real conversation mm-hmm. about like shared life experience and about goals. Yeah. Because and like, she- yeah, she's a teacher and she feels very passionately about like leaving, like making an impact during her lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she knew about his food tours project and, you know, like his nonprofit stuff that he's passionate about. And it seemed like, I don't know, they bonded. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, I don't know. They're helping out in their communities and making a difference in children's lives. Yeah. And she also mentioned George Floyd. And Mm -hmm. I can't remember if... She said it was close to them. Yeah. Hit close to home. Mm Mm-hmm. I was surprised... Honestly, again, I was surprised that they, like, just said his name out loud on the show and that it was included. So that feels still like a little bit of progress to me. That's Um, true. Because when you think about, like, people like Garrett, who are also on the season, they're probably fans like Garrett, who are like, blue lives matter. Yeah. The idea that anyone can still say that after the Capitol riots is insane to me, but whatever. We won't get started on that. Yeah. Just, like, (laughs) listening to the impeachment stuff and, like, the stuff that Republicans are saying now just makes me so angry. Yeah. They were like, "You you were running for cover. You were in danger. A second ago Mm -hmm. from these people. Why are you pretending like you're on the same team now? 
Sorry. Cowards. We're not going to talk about it. Anyway, no. um, I, my mom said about Michelle, she said, ooh, marry Michelle. If he doesn't, I would, if we were <laughs> age appropriate and if we were both gay. <laughs> so that's how she feels about Michelle. And yeah. I, by the end of the date, I kind of felt the same way. I was surprised at how quickly I was like, oh, yeah, they totally make sense together. And they seem to have, like, instant chemistry. Yeah. And he said yeah. that it was easier to talk to her than a lot of the women that he's been trying to get to know for three weeks. So I'm going to say yeah. Michelle's top four just based on that. Totally. They, like, yeah, the way that they conversed, um, the stuff that they were able to talk about, the way they connected, and how comfortable she seemed. You know, yeah. like a like more than once she said something about like, all right, this is over. Oh, like they both said they wanted three kids at the same time. She's mm. like, all right, let's, let's go put a <laughs> ring on it. This show's over, you know? Yeah. Their day so was seem- bonkers, too. They did a hot air balloon and she's like, you're a tall man in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> is your head hot? And he's like, mm hmm. <laughs> it's pretty but- funny. Yeah, and then they went um, zip lining, and also we were like, "Where's like the balloon like driver hiding in the basket?" Yeah, I mean, I think there was one, <laughs> and and there's like a camera. I don't know if there's a camera man or just like a camera like mounted to the balloon. Yeah, maybe just mounted because it didn't seem like a very big basket. Yeah, so they were in a hot air balloon. They went zip lining. They popped a bunch of balloons and did some sort of scavenger hunt. Oh, yeah. And they had dinner in, like, maybe a garage or a car museum or something. There was, like, a bunch of old cars around. Gosh, I did not notice any of that. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird. I was like, is, like, Matt's driven up in, like, a Porsche a few times. He must be a car guy. Doesn't look like a new Porsche. It looks like maybe an old Porsche. And they're, like, yeah, vintage vehicles in this place. And I'm like, this, Nima Colon, is that what the places called they're staying yeah this is like a nema colon thing or they just like have the bachelors like here's eight pretty cars we have that's a good question i yeah i have no idea do you want to eat next to them speak to it they just they get in one and make out (laughs) they get inside one that's weird i don't know asleep i might have been asleep (laughs) you're busy working on projects i mean they didn't talk about why they were in a car did they she said, ooh, fancy, when he, like, opened the door for her. Huh. Oh, yeah, and then, and then he... somebody says something like, I feel like I'm in high school or something, making out in the backseat of a car. Mm-hmm. I think right? he says that. Okay, that's vaguely familiar to me. Yeah. You got there. Anyway. Um, um do you have feelings on Anna hiding Brittany's egg corn? <laughs> I kind of the... thought it was funny. <laughs> we do. But I, <laughs> I have... Real dick move. Yeah, it's a real dick move. I think that maybe Anna's hanging out with Victoria too much. That seems to be like, um, it's like emboldening her to uh, embrace like the worst impulses (laughs) that she has. Um, So that's maybe not great. But I did think it was really funny because she was like, I couldn't find my acorn, but I did find Britney's and hide it. (laughs) (laughs) It probably didn't make a difference. I mean... Mari was, like, way ahead of everyone. Well, um, Victoria was winning. She got to the squirrel costume first and then was, like, last in the leaves. And so I'm like, well, Victoria never found her acorn. Maybe she was hiding other people's, too. (laughs) But she didn't seem mad. 
But I was, like, rooting for Mari. I feel like she looks, like, competitive. Yeah. In it to win it kind of lady. Also, uh, would you ever get in a pumpkin in water? Hell no. I cannot believe not a single one of those capsized and that nobody (laughs) literally drowned. (laughs) Also, who was the lucky assistant who had to carve out all that pumpkin goo? It seems so weird. What a weird thing. Unless that's just like something that they do at Nemecolon. Like maybe that's a like a fall fun activity that's like on their you get to do weird stuff here list. I don't understand what that place is. It's a woodland resort. So maybe I also don't know if it's Nemecolon or Nemecolon. Anyway, maybe the Nemecolon people carved the pumpkins. Mm. Uh, yeah okay so first of all they look terrifying they look very heavy and like if any water gets in them you'll sink yes second of all uh gross pumpkin (laughs) stink and you have to put your whole body in it yeah and then thirdly uh maggie is it maggie ends up in like the weeds paddling in circles (laughs) until it's dark oh my gosh there's a clip of her in the dark like and you're like, did everyone leave her out there? I know. I'm wondering if they made her, like, get back in it for that shot or if it if they really left her there, you know? They're like, Maggie's still out there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if she really wants to come back inside, she'll make her paddles work. <laughs> I know? mean, she was doing, like, a, an objectively bad job. Not that I know how to paddle a kayak or a pumpkin, but she was just like, dipping just the t- like maybe an inch of the end of the paddle in and then switching really quick to the other side and doing the same thing again which ended up moving her kind of in circles mm-hmm. yeah kayaks are easy cute. and i'm sure circular pumpkins are not easy <laughs> they're probably harder but yeah i don't know i don't know either i never would have gotten in it in the first place but yo for sure i was like those look not seaworthy no and lakes are sink, terrifying. Sink worthy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that date uh, looked kind of fun. Mm-hmm. If you had the right yeah. shoes on. But yeah. also, oh my gosh. These girls, like, these girls, clothes is like their life. Maybe not, but they oh, seem yeah. like clothes is their life. And most of them couldn't put on a squirrel hat. Like the squirrel head yeah, part of the costume. they were confused about that. I was like, they're ears. Like, two of you have ears on your head, and the rest of you put them on backwards and upside down. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Maybe it's because they were in a rush, but I was just like, how do you just not figure this out? Yeah, like, you should be better about this. You should be better at this. That's the word can, I was trying to say. You can put on a dress and shoes with very many straps, but you can't put on a hood, a squirrel hood. <laughs> yeah, there's probably Velcro on it, even. There was! <laughs> anyway i'm saying all this now but if i were in a televised what's it called it's not like an obstacle course but kind of yeah it's an obstacle course okay a televised obstacle course that's kind of like i'd be very stressed out (laughs) you know multiple events (laughs) running like a a relay race but you have to hand the baton to yourself at each turn yeah i don't Mm -hmm. know exactly i think they called it an obstacle course on the show though yeah Anyway, I might, I might, I may be too frazzled to put on a squirrel costume properly. That's what happens if I'm like trying to be quiet and get dressed in the dark. Knock stuff over. Mm-hmm. Put your bra on upside down. 
Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Upside down, bruh. <laughs> this morning I was trying to get dressed in the dark because Jake was still asleep. And I, like, just rearranged the closet a little bit. Like, not well. I just, like, had to do it so I could get the clothes off the bed so I could go to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's... Anyway, so there's a bunch of hangers all at one side pressed up against the bin where I have, like, my clean underpants and socks. So I'm, like, trying to find underpants in the dark. But I... You know, there's some underpants that are like, these are nice and I only want to wear them if I'm freshly showered mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm trying to find like my cotton ones because it's been a couple of days and I'm just like elbowing all of these loose hangers and they're like, clack, 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 clack. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, stop it. Stop, stop. And Jake's like, it's okay. I'm I'm just awake. <laughs> it's like because of the hangers and he was like no I'm awake anyway you don't have to be quiet and I was like oh thank god because I am not being quiet (laughs) I was trying so hard anyway it's way more frustrating when you're trying hard it's like I'm trying to let Todd sleep in and the kids are all yelling and being loud and I'm like shh (laughs) it's like probably the shushing of them that wakes him up (laughs) yeah or like, be quiet. <laughs> it's really hard. I know. Oh my gosh. Today was a bad mom day. Uh-oh. Tell you what. I'm sorry. Are you okay. okay now? Yeah, I'm okay now. But Todd, luckily Todd was like around to like step in and be like, hey, everybody needs to chill out. <laughs> but then I'm also like embarrassed that he like, you know, can see or hear me at my worst and then be like. You need to calm down. You need a break. Mm-hmm. I'll be the nice parent. And then I'm like, oh, I'm always a bad guy. You're always a nice guy. Which is not true. But no. this week it feels true. I was going to say, I think sometimes you do that for him as well. He he yeah. gets the cranks with the kiddos sometimes. Yeah. That's oh, okay. It's just hard to feel like you're supposed to be a mature adult, but your kid's like really rude to you and like blames you for everything. And then... You just get defensive yeah. at a seven-year-old. <laughs> and then and then you look back on it later and you're, like, very embarrassed. But in the anyway. moment, it's sort of like a reflex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Quack, 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 quack. Um, and then you're like, I shouldn't be an adult slash parent. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody does. Is, um... It's Reggie's birthday soon. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's almost seven, right? Yeah, she's six. She's she's turned seven on Sunday. I mean, she's basically seven. But are you doing anything special? Uh, yes. Tell me about it, please. Do you want to see? Yes. Okay, I'll go grab my creation. I'll be right back. I'm very excited. Can I steal you for a sec? First, I I would really like for you to say. Can I steal you for a sec? You can embellish it however you like. (laughs) I just kind of giggle because I'm like, I would never say that. (laughs) I would never be like, hey, can I I steal you for a sec? Can I steal you for a sec? Just a quick sec? Okay, thanks. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why am I, who am I stealing? What am I, (laughs) you're a person. Would you like to speak with me over in this corner? Because if we're on The Bachelor, that's what we're doing. We're like huddled up in a corner like little creepos with that's lights, true lights and there's cameras. a lot there's a, so many corners in these buildings 
<laughs> that's fine. That's perfect. You did a great job. Okay. And then um, if you would introduce yourself as though you were the little blurb on the bottom of the screen during the limo entrance. So it would be your first name, your age, and your job. I'm dead. Okay. All right. Let me let me get this ready. Okay. Okay. I'm Charlie. I'm 25 years old and I'm a hospice social worker. I'm basically the first person that people meet from hospice to talk about end of life and uh, what they can expect looking ahead. I'm just really happy to be here looking ahead um, with our uh, contestant this year. That's perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I, you would get a, a rose from me on night oh. one. So thank you oh, for being here. Thank you. Oh, I brought you something too um, so that you could remember me because um, I know you're meeting so many people tonight. Um, so I brought you this blank uh, power of attorney form as well as a, a blank post form. It's like neon green and you put it on your fridge. So if you're ever worried about losing it, you know where to put it. Um, so you can write down your wishes and, you know, hopefully oh. this will be documented so that we can just, you know, spend our lives together. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. See you inside. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you're amazing at this. That is a practical gift, and I would not forget it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, wow. Dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, crazy cat lady on the scene. <laughs> I really like it. Well, last night we were on a walk, Megan and I and, and Mr. Howard, and um, and I had asked her, I'm like, I want to slowly just keep talking about The Bachelor and your friendship together, like leading up to when this episode comes out. And then she'll be like, what the fuck? Were you doing this the whole time? And, <laughs> um, and so I asked her, like, how long the two of you had been, you know, watching The Bachelor together for and if you had seen all the seasons or not. And she brought up, I think there are like five seasons that are kind of like on the dark web or they just kind of disappeared. Can you tell yeah. me a little more about that? Yeah. Um, the, the dark seasons as, dark seasons, as they're colloquially yeah. known. Yeah. Um, I've never seen any of those. It's like seasons mm. two through seven or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I've heard some wild stories from some of the podcasts we listen to that go super deep. There's like a lot of like really aggressively objectifying women's bodies, lots mm -hmm. of like, bikini boob close-ups lots of trampolines and butts and stuff oh trampolines <laughs> yeah it's like i, I guess it, yeah. i don't know it must have been sort of around the same time as the man show or something and people were like mm -hmm. really into that stuff okay. um but i've never seen it i actually didn't start watching until i think a full season after megan started watching it yeah. what prompted you to start watching I had a couple of gal pals who were mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. come live in this trash heap with us <laughs> because we're going to talk about it, whether you want us to or not. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well uh, be informed. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And they were like, if you're going to watch it, you should watch this season because Ben Higgins is a really great guy. <laughs> hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then I never looked back. I will say this is the first season of The Bachelor that I've really watched. Um, and my first exposure to it was to The Bachelor Nation 
um, was maybe a year or two ago when Megan and I were like trying to go to the gym pre-pandemic. Okay, maybe this was like two years ago then. Um, <laughs> and we kept going on like either Wednesday nights or Sunday nights whenever it was airing. Um, mm. But I didn't like put the connection together for a while. And then she's like, we have to go, we have to go. And I was like, where are we going? And she's like, well, I can watch The Bachelor on the TV there. So, <laughs> so then I was like, well, The Bachelor seems like pretty important. Okay. And my headphones didn't really work to like plug in there. And so I was like, I don't want to just read the you know, the subtitle. So I didn't really like tune into it, but it kind of came on my radar then. Um, and this past season, I've watched every episode, which is what, like three episodes? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm <laughs> I think four. I mean, four. <laughs> that's impressive stamina considering Queen Victoria is on this season. <laughs> Ah, you know, she is just my biggest frustration. And <laughs> as soon as as soon as I saw her, it was like, you know, of course she's going to be on here for a while too because she's oh, someone yeah. who like talks shit, starts shit, and has no like there's no background for her at Mm-mm. all. There's no, you know, her like professional title is queen, but <laughs> like you go on her Instagram or whatever and she's like uh, like an influencer but kind of not really even um, yeah. and I'm like you just say you're an influencer or like an aspiring influencer or whatever the whole queen thing is just kind of confusing at this point yeah <laughs> yeah more <laughs> than like, wait, really or no I can't I'm not sure <laughs> like you don't appear to work perhaps you are royalty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe when she actually like took the crown off of the like beauty pageant winner yes um, yeah that this woman like a nice she crown. had never even met before in her life no like you don't get in people's space like that <laughs> like no yeah. warning yeah she didn't no. say i'm going to take your crown now she just no. took it can i touch that can i see <laughs> that may i i thought she was gonna throw it on the ground but i think she like just kind of like tossed it on the table afterwards yeah, i think she wore it very briefly and then yeah. and then discarded it. <laughs> yeah. So and I weird. I know that like this is the one show where like Meg and I will watch it and we do like comment on appearance a kind of decent amount of the time. Yeah. Um, but it's only on the people who are being mean. Um, of course. <laughs> if that makes it any better or worse, I don't know. I'm um, not sure, but I think we all do that and feel the same way about it. Mm-hmm. We're like very aware that we shouldn't, right? Yeah. Um, but we just I want to. Like, but we want to. And what confuses me is, I mean, I guess it doesn't confuse me because I don't know like a lot about makeup, but I know a little bit about like under under the eyes how you, you know yeah. you get the dark circles right and you, you put some mm-hmm. stuff there and most of the time like she looks like she got kind of punched in the face like it's pretty intense yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's i know we we <laughs> go back and forth about this a lot because like we feel shitty commenting on it no um no. but hillary always says it best she's like why does she look 
like how I look. Like these are TV people. These, these aren't, they're not supposed to look like how we do at the end of the day. They're supposed to be better at this than we are. It's funny because like, I do appreciate when I think it's probably like the morning shot or the nighttime shot when they're all like in a group reading a little envelope, uh, which we need to talk about the handwriting. <laughs> but like some of the people are all glammed up. Like they woke up with a full face of makeup and their hair done and other folks are like no yeah you just woke up like i totally get that and appreciate that um but some folks did not get a good shine at it i will tell you that (laughs) so i guess i see that hillary like yeah because i'm like yeah you look like me with the shine (laughs) tv so yeah i'm with you the handwriting though the handwriting on the date cards yeah yeah who did that whose is it do you know I, I, I do not Is it know. Yours? <laughs> <laughs> You're on the producer team this whole time for the uh, ratings. <laughs> yeah, I do a podcast for like 23 people, uh, half of whom are blood related to me <laughs> because I'm a producer. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. This is a very good question. I mean, it's always like it'll either say like love Matt or like later in the season, it's like a it'll be like Chris Harrison wrote you this note to say you could have a fantasy suite or whatever. But it's always the same hand, right? <laughs> but did he? Did yeah. He <laughs> I don't know. I want to know more about his erotica novel, too. Oh, so many about that last night, too. Yikes. Are they like promoting it on the show? Is that why they brought it out it's a curious decision because it's the book's been out for four years maybe it didn't sell for a reason you know yeah (laughs) that's that's true maybe they just decided like america's ready for erotica on the bachelor maybe we weren't four years ago you know but so much has changed you know i do really like and i I'm always, I'm impressed at your ability to guess like whoever I'm talking about based off of like a very vague descriptor. (laughs) Um, I mean, this one's, this is pretty specific, but the girl who her like opening act was the dildo. um, Oh yes. Katie. Katie. You know, I've initially, I was like, oh, she's so annoying. But now she's actually really, really grown on me. Um, And I feel like she really is just trying to, bring folks together also probably because she's the only person who's not like 20 she's like i don't know she's like 28 or like 34 yeah. or like in that kind of range um yeah. but um that she's like sexuality is very normal we don't need to be like peeing our pants like writing erotica it's fine like this is normal masturbation like all these things yeah she's very level-headed and i appreciate her candor yeah I appreciate her candor. (laughs) I do. She's the most like a person who I would want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't get a lot of those. Yeah. I feel that. I kind of felt bad for the, not like it felt bad, but I guess was just kind of like, I don't know if she was, I think she was an ICU nurse. One of the, one of the new women who was there for like a night and then left. Uh, for the second round of introductions. Oh. If you remember this name, I'd be shocked. Um, <laughs> Kim, was she Asian and Stop. had like shoulder length hair? Yes. Yeah, Kim. <laughs> we talked a lot about the like cutout in her dress, I think is maybe why she like comes to mind. But I was like, man, you're an ICU nurse. You were smart as hell. And you were here competing with all these other women who are gonna like just try to sabotage you on 
live TV. I guess it's not live TV. I'm like, go go back to the like COVID ward while you're like kicking ass. You don't need this. You're like better than this. You don't need this. It's kind of yeah. like you're about the pharmacist too. What's her name? Oh yeah, um, Maggie. I uh, think has like like she's got a doctorate. Yeah, Maggie. She's, yep. Yeah. She's like a a. I guess pharmacists are probably always have to be doctors i actually don't yeah, know how that works a doctorate of pharmacy it's like farm d or whatever yeah. yeah but like can you be a pharmacist with a, just a master's degree i don't know I these don't things think so i think mm-hmm. you do have to go i'm googling it as we search if you hear like tap 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 um, <laughs> i'm always doing this and getting yelled at by my co-hosts <laughs> Uh, not on this show so much, but to be oh really? <laughs> yeah, on my yeah, other one. Farm D. Wait, what's your other one? Oh, it's called. Um, this is going to be a quick, shameless plug. It's called Little Fetch plug. a Pail. Oh um, yes, so Jackie too. Yeah, well, that one's yeah. So Fetch a Pail is me and Jackie, and then Life's a Batch, which you are presently uh, um, interrupting yeah. technically. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're perfect. It's me and Hillary and Mallory. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel so honored to be on this Bachelor Nation podcast when I'm, so I'm just like here. so new to the team, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know. Did you did you ever think like this would be a part of your life? I most definitely did not. <laughs> um, I have always refused to watch The Bachelor, but I think, you know, I think there are a lot of things uh, in both Megan and I's, both of our lives, like individually, that we were like, I would never do that. And then in our relationship, we're like, of course I would do that. What? <laughs> like, Megan in love with Howie the dog. Like, did yeah, you see shocking. that coming? <laughs> yeah. So shocking. <laughs> I think to all of us. <laughs> now they're like, they, you know, snuggle up together all day. And, you know, I watched, I watched The Bachelor. So, you know, being a loving, you know, true love relationship and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I, I, um, sometimes I watch woodworking videos uh, on purpose and I watch many people play video games, which those are not things that I would have ever done prior to my current relationship. And it, it's interesting, the things that you find yourself drawn to you know, because you want to make your partner happy. Exactly. And I'm like, you know what? You want to watch The Bachelor? Let's snuggle on up. Drink some <laughs> wine first. <laughs> um, I Actually, speaking of like Jake and woodworking, um, I got a free little woodworking kit off a of buy nothing group and definitely meant to tell you about it, but definitely did not because I was <laughs> and I still have not used it. Um, <laughs> but I'm ready to carve some spoons. You know, well, I'm so know. excited. Yeah, I don't know if it'll ever actually happen, but it's in my mind. I'm ready. I have the tools now. We can dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. I have a few things for you if you're ready. Okay, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> um, so the first question, uh, which actually my lovely partner Jake came up with, mm-hmm. said, if you were a producer, what date would you design? <laughs> so oddly, not, like this came to me like instantly. 
And oh. I think I think because it just sounds and feels so cute to me, it's like cute and cuddly. But I was like, yeah, like no one has to be like too aggressive with each other. Um, like they're not fucking boxing like on the last episode. Jesus, who came up with that? So um, <laughs> but so it would be a group date at Petco. Um, and they would be like Petco staff for a day. And so they would have to like clean the fish tanks and like restock different dog toys. And maybe there'd be like a dog adoption going on that day. So they get to like cuddle with some dogs and like some cats or whatever too. I know not everyone's a dog person. Um, and, That's very generous of you. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe there's like a talking parrot. So like people are like, oh, so many laughs, good times. <laughs> um, but then the like, the thing at the end would be like, okay, like what toy, like pick a toy or like something like in the store here that best like represents you. And then you have to explain like why. So oh. if you get like a weird ass squeaky toy that's like super high pitched and annoying, I'm going to be like, it's a no for me. No really <laughs> for you. <laughs> But if you get like peanut butter spray, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> rose for like, you. Yes, I get this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I love that idea. Okay. Let's say you're on the Petco date. Everything goes great. And you make it all the way to hometowns. Mm. So this means you are taking the bachelor or bachelorette back to where you grew up. And you're going to show them around make a day of it and then introduce them to your family what would that look like you know what this was like the hardest question for me because I was like well most of my family doesn't live in uh Michigan anymore Mm. and the folks who do are just like really busy and also I my family would just be like what the hell are you doing (laughs) like I don't (laughs) think they would not participate in this endeavor they would be like uh okay like i don't know i'll give like a statement or something like they would just think it was really stupid and i don't blame them yeah that's understandable do you think think there's anyone in your family that you could talk into being on the program i think my dad might be a good sport about it and would just be like yeah sure whatever but well actually so I have an uncle and a cousin, the family who like do still live in Michigan, who were they each of them were on Jeopardy. Um, oh. and they were like hardcore obsessed with like getting on the show and tried out like multiple times. Um, and there's like a framed picture of each of them with the now late Alex Trebek. <laughs> um, well that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So actually I feel like they would do it maybe. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they at least would be maybe like more comfortable in front of the camera crews. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. And then for this season, since this is the only one you've watched, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so far, including the, the new four women who just came in this week, who mm-hmm. are your favorite three ladies that you would choose if you were The Bachelor? Uh, you know, when I was thinking about that, I was like, this feels so weird because I would not like pursue any of these women (laughs) like I would not be interested in any of them but also like if you know if it was like 
okay, you're like the last people on earth and you need to like pair up because sure. you need to like get the the population back up or something. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> and you know, Maggie, who we talked about earlier, who's a pharmacist. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I love learning. I love, I need someone who's like, needs to challenge me and be like passionate about random shit and like healthcare stuff. I'm like, yeah, you could teach me so much about all sorts of science stuff. Um, mm-hmm. She just seems like sweet and very kind and um, not like super judgy like most of the people <laughs> there. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. And then Rachel also had to like look up, uh, I did Google like Bachelor This Season contestant like photos because <laughs> I was like, who are you? I don't know. <laughs> I should have just tried to like, I should have just tried to describe each of them and see if you could guess them. <laughs> um, oh, it's sad, but I bet I would have. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like unassuming brunette. Um, <laughs> you seem like you just, not super memorable but um just kind of was like middle of the pack like in terms she's of got like like a nice face right yeah yeah she's like very pretty um seems like she gets good edits so like i, I would say megan told me that too i was like a good edit ah you're right there could be like so much other stuff going on but you know you get a good edit and uh. yeah so I feel like I she gets it. good at it. And then um, Jacinia seems just seems like real sweet. And um, I feel like she would be great with the fam bam. I feel like mm-hmm. she could just kind of like smile her way and charm everyone. So uh, definitely. Yeah. Those are all very good choices. Yeah. And then my last question is um, who are your top three for Matt? Like who do you think he's going to pick for his top Mm -hmm. three or who do you think would be the best for him? Either Mm -hmm. answer is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want to talk about like a good edit, Michelle, mm-hmm. the new kid on the block, teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like not one bad millisecond between them on anything. And like maybe you shouldn't even need a, an edit of anything. They were just great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I appreciated how direct she was too. She was like, How many kids do you want? Or do you want kids? Or she, like, I feel like everything she said was just very clear that she was in it in it for the future Uh, Mm -hmm. and I think many of the other contestants mostly when they do get time with Matt they're like "Eh, it's just really hard because we don't have time together I'm like well what do you want to talk about when you're together with him then instead of (laughs) instead of just how it's really hard you know (laughs) like um, yeah that is so, a fair criticism. Yeah. So so I think Michelle and then I think Bree, who they did the four wheeler date together. Seemed like mm, yes, when he almost time. murdered Bree on that yeah. date. Yeah. <laughs> I like her it too. seemed like they just they just, you know, vibed well together. And then I think Abigail and Matt had a good just like a good connection too, but they also like it's not necessarily that deep i feel mm-hmm. like the girl from south carolina who had the pickup truck um, um she was just like voted off i mean i guess it's not a voting thing but she didn't get a rose in the last in the last <laughs> I know round. i left her yeah uh, kayla. yeah kayla they had it seemed like they had a lot like 
that they would have been good together with. So I was kind of bummed. Um, I was like, why'd you have to pick the like so many of the new people? But also, that's why they're there. Whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'd say those are my picks. I like them. Very thoughtful picks on all counts. I appreciate you taking this so seriously. I was like, listen, I got to prepare. Like, I prepare for stuff. You know what? I was waiting in between work calls today, and I was like, hmm, hospice is going to bankroll this podcast. So <laughs> i got to find the deets here. I love it. <sighs> yeah. I love it so much. Well, is there anything else that you feel like we or the listeners need to know? Or that you want to say to Megan? Oh, man. You know, I just, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak my mind about The Bachelor and for all the ongoing education you provide me in the texts and the DMs about who's who and what's going on. And uh, to Megan, I really hope that you listen to this uh, either like driving to work or on a walk or kind of break sometime when we're not together and so you just get to start like cracking up and uh and just get a, a big old smile on your face because you deserve it um and i'm gonna keep dropping not hints but like weird connections to uh to the bachelor before this comes out <laughs> <laughs> which i mean i really shoot for saturdays which is uh, pretty lazy considering we record on wednesdays um, yeah. but i just feel like busy and it's like hard okay so impressive, ho- I think. hopefully saturday <laughs> yeah jeez yeah no thank you sure. so much for being here thank you for having me this is really like the highlight of my week well, I don't know if that means this is great or your week's been kind of lame, but I'm going to take it either way. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of both, probably. Yeah. But <laughs> that was fair. That was a fair response. <laughs> it works for me. I appreciate it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so big. So I made, I made a balloon arch by myself. I didn't buy a kit. I just bought a bunch of uh, pastel-colored balloons because she said she wanted pastel. Beautiful. And I made a little rainbow, and I have a unicorn garland, and I made a little like these little jars that I made into like little oh unicorns. Oh my gosh, they're and we're so gonna make cute. Thanks. We're gonna make unicorn slime, and we're gonna play pin the horn on the unicorn. <laughs> and what else? Uh, we're gonna play horse horse unicorn. I don't know what that means. Oh, like duck duck goose. Yeah, duck duck goose. Cute. I got unicorn like paraphernalia, like uh, plates and napkins and cups. Mm-hmm. And what else? That might be all. And then we have like a roll dice get candy game. Cute. Yeah, so it should be fun. And she said she wants Noah's Ark for dinner. And pancakes for breakfast and sandwiches cut into unicorn shapes for lunch. Sounds amazing. Noah's Ark is closed on Sundays. Oh, we're celebrating Saturday. Okay, perfect. Everything's going to work out great. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh... I just got so worried. (laughs) Oh, you're sweet. We had Noah's Ark for dinner last night. What'd you get? After my hair appointment. I got a Reuben on sourdough with Thousand Mm -hmm. Island. And anyone who listens to both of my podcasts will know that twice. 
Does it come with sauerkraut? Yeah. Mm. I love sauerkraut. I should tell Todd because he loves a good Reuben. I don't think he's never had theirs. Oh, yeah. It normally comes on rye. So if he's a if he's a rye guy, I'm sure that's delicious. I just am not a rye guy myself. You got it on sourdough, did you say? Yeah. Cool. And, they, and they grill it. So it's like a grilled Reuben. Ooh, tasty. Mm. So good. And then we also had mozzarella sticks and milkshakes, and um, <gasps> I've been flavors. medium sick. Uh, just chocolate, but so good. Yeah, everything they make is so good. My so brother good. got a banana shake at Noah's once, and I was like, why on earth would anyone order a banana shake? And I tried it, and I was like, this is to die for. They're so good. It's, <laughs> it's shocking. Yeah. It's probably because it's not banana powder. Yeah. It's banana like flavor. A it's banana. Bananas. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I never get shakes because they make me deathly sick, but Todd always gets a shake and I always drink like half of it. Yeah. I regret it, but while it's in my mouth, it's the best thing that's ever happened. Exactly. Sometimes you just like need to do nice things for your mouth, even if it <laughs> means doing mean things for your butt. Or your stomach. Or your stomach, or both. Yeah. Um, My favorite flavors are like coffee, Oreo peanut butter and chocolate so i think i like mix those flavors in a milkshake that sounds great we usually get chocolate peanut butter the reason i got plain chocolate is because of an autocorrect typo on jake's part (laughs) Uh, i said what kind of shake and he said or i said what do you want from noah's and he said chalk on shake and mozzi sticks and chalk on peanut butter chalk pb I can see it on my keyboard, man. Yeah. But, yeah, it makes total sense. But I thought he was trying to type out chocolate and, like, the space mm-hmm. went in the wrong, in, in the middle of the word, and then it autocorrected something else to on. I didn't even think about it, really. I just saw chalk and was like, got it. And I yep. didn't see the words peanut butter. <laughs> so I was like, no. okay, we're doing just <laughs> chocolate today. Cool. But it turned yeah, well, out fine. We were pleased yeah. with our our um whatever word. Choice, shake, yeah. Your meal, yeah. yeah. What we ended up with. You can't go wrong there. Their mozzarella sticks are also delicious. Yeah, I really like everything about Noah's. Yeah, Bianca, Grace. Ugh, Ugh they're so they're cute. All so great. So nice. <laughs> attractive yeah, women. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're adorable. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, feelings on Victoria using the word slut and whore. Oh, and, and making it, trying to make slore a thing. I appreciate a good combining two words joke, um, but I really think that we're past, or we should be past slut-shaming as a society. Yeah. It felt like, I don't know, she's like trying to be a mean girl. Yeah. Like, somebody called her a mean girl and, I don't know, just reminded me, everything she was saying sounded like a burn book. You know, it's like rumors... She's calling people sluts and whores, and, like, like, we know that she doesn't actually mean, probably, I'm assuming she doesn't actually mean that they're being a slut and a whore, she's just, like, mad that they're spending time with somebody, or... Yeah, so she's just calling them names, because it's fun for her. (laughs) Yeah, but I, it's just not fun. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I either think that she's playing, uh, this, like, act, doing an act, or she's very immature. Mm Mm-hmm. Could be both. 
I just like felt like it was strange and I was like she belongs on Jersey Shore or something like <laughs> I think the thing with Victoria is she's like constantly like she's she's not filtering and she's just saying as much shit as she can and she's like some of this is going to land so yeah. I'm going to say as much as I can whatever comes to mind and some of it they're going to put yeah. on TV Yeah that's, that's true that's how it, it does feels. feel like because yeah, it's so aggressive and so constant. Like, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if it's by herself to the camera or in a group. Yeah. It does seem like she just doesn't turn it off. Yeah. And, like, the last episode, mm -hmm. most of her commentary, I felt, was, like, accurate. <laughs> and so, even though I thought that she was, like, out of line and over the top, she didn't really bother me as much as she normally does. And I mean, mm -hmm. she still made me laugh a couple of times this episode, but the slut horse stuff I'm not fine with. The just pure audacity of her taking the crown oh. off of that other woman. That oh, was I paused it and went and told Todd. I magical. was like, listen to what Victoria did. Magical. I mean, her not audacity. in a good way, but just like, uh, you just don't see shit like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. She just physically removed a piece i don't know i guess it's it like looked very expensive yeah it didn't look like chintzy mm -hmm. it was like probably something she actually won at her miss puerto rico thing yeah anyway she just took that crown right off her head and she put it on her own head it's just like i don't know it made my mouth open <laughs> yeah and then everyone else in the room too it just was they were like <gasps> And it, uh, bless her heart, Catalina took that shit in stride. She was like, I don't true. know what's happening right now. Like, she looked very perplexed, but she was not, like, I don't know. She didn't react to it, really, which is ideal. Oh, yeah. I, like, I've had people be like that to me, um, and it's, it makes me very uncomfortable. People who, like, get in your space and touch your stuff, like, it's theirs, and you don't know them, and it's, like, not okay. It is. It's not okay. Yeah. It's, and I would, I have reacted like Catalina and just like froze. Yeah. Because you're like, this can't be happening. Mm hmm This person didn't like get in my space and touch my stuff and take it away from me. That's. It's so weird. And I think that's the thing is like, we are watching something that feels foreign or like mm -hmm. somehow impossible because there's all these like agreed upon rules of society that we yeah. generally just live by and we expect other people to do the same thing. And so when they don't, it's shocking, which I is what she's going for. It's the only thing yeah. I can think. Yeah, it's weird. Super weird. And definitely shocking. I and But then you can tell that the group of ladies is like, that they've gotten closer to Victoria because they all felt like they could say something. They were like, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria. Like, yeah. you're just like Elsa today and Elsa doesn't wear a crown. And she's like, okay. And then she just takes off and tosses it on the, on the table. table. She doesn't give it back to her. I know. I was listening to another podcast and they were like, this is how you you talk to your like small child who has taken something that isn't theirs. Like, you're Elsa today. Elsa doesn't wear a crown. Like, this is how you're convincing someone who doesn't have, like, grown-up adult rational thinking skills. <laughs> this yeah. is how you trick a child into taking off the crown they stole. <laughs> is that on Chatty Broth? No, that was on Game of Roses. Oh. Yeah. That they're, is... They're correct. Very true. Yeah. 
Um, boxing is dangerous. Oh my god, what a stupid idea for a date. Why do they keep doing shit like this? It's like, it's unbelievable. My friend Megan and I used to kickbox, and we both did this competitive fight night one time, and uh, she has permanent, like, TMJ, like, she has jaw issues and headaches because of that one fight one time. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just, like, knocked her, knocked her a little silly. Well, the girl, I'm pretty sure Megan won the fight. Yeah. She just got, like, hit. We were also wearing helmets and mouth guards. Yeah. She just got hit in the jaw. Just, like, really hard in just, like, the spot. Yeah, and so I'm like, you can't just do this with girls who have... Well, first of all, they didn't match them up by weight. No. It doesn't look like. They have tiny girls with tall, strong-looking girls. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. (laughs) No. And then they actually have, I don't know, like anger animosity like intense feelings towards other women and they're competing on television and like for a man supposedly so like there's more at stake Mm -hmm. and like more feelings involved than just like you know boxing for fun against a stranger it's just like it seems very dangerous to me and i just cannot believe that they are doing that like the pillow fights is like stupid Mm -hmm. but like Boxing with boxing gloves? Yeah. You're supposed to hit each other in the face? Right. Well, that's the whole thing is like, I don't know, maybe maybe not hit each other in the face. (laughs) Like, they're not, they're not, they had like, what, two hours of training before this fight, maybe? Like, they should be maybe punching each other in like the arms or the stomach or the chest or like kicking the legs or something, like not punching each other in their faces. And like, Sydney, is that her name? Nope. Uh, Sierra C? P? <laughs> Little teeny tiny Sierra who went on the date. I thought her name was Bree. Let me oh, look. I That's not. a different person. She got punched oh. in the nose and the throat. I'm this almost the sure. the who had the one-on-one last week? Yeah, that's Sierra. Bree also had a one-on-one, but that I think was the week before. Yeah. Okay, I'm remembering Bree. Bree did get the group date rose. Yeah. No, yeah. Sierra's the funny tiny one from Toronto or somewhere. We like think she's way cuter and funnier than we thought she was going to be. Yes. She gets punched in the neck. Yeah. She gets punched mm-hmm. right like in the front of her neck. What the heck? And her her like, helmet is also like coming off of her cuz she's so tiny. Very scary. And like, I mean, whoever she's fighting with is like just trying to punch her. She probably wasn't aiming for her neck. She's probably just like if it were me, my eyes would probably be closed and I would just be punching, you know, like when you're playing video games you don't understand and you just press all the buttons. Yeah. It's too scary. Just like flail all your limbs and put your head down. Yeah, I would have my, I would be trying to guard my face, my eyes would be closed and I'd be just punching like right in front of my own face, yeah. hoping that they rammed their face into my boxing glove. <laughs> I probably would just like tuck into yeah. a ball. Yeah. Actually, when I did fight night, um, I got matched with this girl who was left-handed, mm. and our, our sort of like our stances were opposite, and our dominant hands were opposite, and I kept turning around, <laughs> like I didn't notice I was, but when I somebody took a video of it, and I would just like spin around <laughs> instead of just like turning left to face her, I'd turn right all the way around. <laughs> Not, like, turn my back to her yeah. and stay like that, but I would just, like, flip around in a circle to face her again, and I'm sure the whole crowd was like, WTF, like, why doesn't she just, like, angle a little bit? 
<laughs> left. You're like, I don't know. I've never fought a swaby before. Yeah. <laughs> Body's just doing stuff. Yeah. That's funny. Anyway. Anyway. Um, anyway, Matt calls the boxing thing off. Yeah, after I think Sierra gets punched in the throat and mm-hmm. face. Yeah. And then Did you they. Mean Sienna? Is it Sierra? Sierra. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Sierra? Serena! Oh my god. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, something's wrong. Yeah. Because there's two Serenas. Mm-hmm. And. The other Serena reminds me a little bit of my friend Libby. Um, I think. Oh, is she the flight attendant? I am not sure. That's the Asian-looking one with the beautiful lips, and she has like really cool lipsticks. Yes, and she has sort of like a dry, like slow, kind of mm. low voice. It's kind of like Libby. Yeah. Just like sexy and like degaff. Yes, and definitely yeah. a similar like attitude about the world around her, <laughs> and like those beautiful fake eyelashes. A lot, <laughs> a lot of those things remind me of Libby, actually. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why I just feel like drawn to her. I just like yeah. her. I think she's funny too. I like her too. Anyway, that's why I finally remembered the right name is because I pictured the other Serena, and I was like, her name's not Sierra. <laughs> Great job, Jill. Serena. Um, yeah, it's, like, very clear that Matt hates, he hates that the girls have to have negative feelings. Mm -hmm. He absolutely hates having to watch them fight and get hurt. He's so uncomfortable the whole time, yes. And getting hurt, yeah. Um, I remember, um, at my one boxing match, my mom, like, came all the way into town to see it and then left crying before I even went out because she was like, I can't watch this. Yeah, because other people were fighting before you, and she had to see part of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and there was, like, blood and stuff. She's like, there's no way I can watch my child get beat up. Mm. And I I was like, at the time, I was like, you, like, don't want to watch this thing that I've, like, worked really hard to do, and, like, you don't believe that I can win and stuff like that. But now I'm like, duh, that's crazy. (laughs) Stop, Stop hitting each other. Stop paying so much money per month so you can hit each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's curious. Yeah. So I love kickboxing. It's an excellent workout, but you don't have to fight other people. And it's just despicable what these producers are doing to all of them. Like, including, like, definitely the girls, but including Matt. Like, I don't know. I feel like other, like, Claire and Taisha, like, tried to be, like, I don't know, gung-ho about whatever came their way Mm -hmm. and put on a face. But Matt is, like clearly uncomfortable with some of this stuff yeah it's like visible on his face but he also doesn't seem to know that he i I feel like he's got to have some power here that he doesn't know that he has you know what i mean yeah like after the first fight he could have been like you know what actually this isn't fun (laughs) oh they could have like a push-up contest yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know very weird um do you want to know a couple of my mom's notes? Mm-hmm. So we already know that she wants him to marry Michelle. She yeah. did say, of the new girls, I really like Michelle and think she and Matt have a real spark. Plus, I think she's decent and real, which mm. I agree with. She said, I like Katie more and more all the time. Whether or not she ends up with Matt, I just think she's pretty awesome. Yep. Which I we agree with. support Katie. Was there something... You were going to say about Katie that was critical, or was it just about her dress and hair? 
It was just about her dress. <laughs> okay, not any of the like her hair. Her hair also looks cool and fine. Her hair just with that dress looked like she was very going to prom. prom. Gotcha. Her behavior is is I don't know excellent. Yeah, I saw. Okay, so I follow a Bachelor horoscopes Instagram account, mm-hmm. and I saw a meme they made that was like a Capricorn Capricorning a Capricorn, and it's uh Victoria and Katie who are both Capricorns and mm-hmm. it's Katie saying I'm not gonna apologize to you <laughs> and I don't know shit about astrology but it still made me laugh because that standoff was like so unnecessary Katie's like what are you trying to get out of this conversation <laughs> Victoria's like I'm not a bitch you're a bitch and she's like ugh <laughs> I don't have time for this. (laughs) Like, if you're name calling and I think it's inappropriate, I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. Victoria's like, I'm just expressing myself. And sometimes that means name calling. And she's like, no, I'm going to stand up for people who aren't here to defend themselves. Like, you can say whatever you want, but I'm going to respond to it. Like, you're not, you don't just get away with it because you want to. Like, that's not how it works. I'm just expressing myself. And you're like, no, you're not expressing your feelings. No, you're just being an asshole trying to get a rise out of people. And it's like one thing to be a dick to someone's face and see how they handle it. But like Sarah's gone, dude. And like, whatever. I'm with Katie, obviously. Yeah. Katie is very good at like um, seeing both sides. Yeah. She could see, like she could be upset at Sarah and see that Sarah was feeling bullied. At the same time. Yeah, And totally. she was good at communicating with Sarah about, like, hey, this is what we're feeling and why we're feeling it. And so, you, like, you should know that. But also then, like, when Sarah's not there, she's like, hey, guys, like, knock it off. Yeah. Yeah, I like She's Katie a lot. really great person. Agreed. I also, even though I usually think it's a mistake to tell the, the lead about the drama in the house, I think the way that Katie did it was maybe successful yeah um which almost never happens and it wasn't like while they were having their like sit down one-on-one time she like went and interrupted him talking to i assume producers because they were all blurred it's like five people wearing masks and coats yeah and it was like very brief and she wasn't like i'm gonna name names and like throw all these people under the bus she's just like this is what's happening it's really toxic it's everybody and like i've tried to address it and they act like they're listening to me, but they don't change their behavior. So help me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when other people go to tell them about the drama, it's, um, I, I think, usually out of self-interest. Yes. Um, like, it's like, I need to bite this drama in the bud. Or it's like, I don't like this person. And I don't think they're right for you. And like, you deserve to know this. Like, yeah, it's usually unnecessary. Like, we've always been like, don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything. But Katie is like. It's not self-serving. She's Mm-mm. like, this is going to ruin somebody's lives. You need to tell the girls to stop. Yeah. She's not She's not throwing anyone under the bus. She's yeah. not doing anything to save herself. Totally. Or make herself look good. She's just like, this is nonsense, and they don't listen to me. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, hopefully Matt is able to address it in a way that's productive. I don't know. Who knows? It'll probably just come back, and everyone will be mad at Katie, because that's what the show's like, but... We are with Katie. We'll get shirts and say, I'm with Katie. I'm with Katie. (laughs) Yeah, they'll have vibrators on them. Yeah, and she, I don't think she's a front runner. No, I don't think so either. But I I hope that she makes it far 
because I think that Matt does like like and respect her, you know. Yeah. She should she should uh I don't know. She deserves more than I think these other ladies do, but definitely. I don't, I don't think they have a connection. Yeah, I agree. Um She should be in paradise. Oh my god, I would love to see Katie in paradise just like telling every single person what's super wrong with them <laughs> in a really nice way. <laughs> yeah, in a healthy sort of. Oh man. Way. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think if there are any bachelor dudes who I think are good enough for Katie. What about the bachelor everybody loves Ben Higgins? Oh, he's engaged to a lady he met outside of the show. Also, he's like super Christian. He and his fiance bought a house together, but they won't live in it together until after they're married. She lives there right now. Interesting. Yes. Quite. Especially because he's like not a virgin or anything so i what i don't know oh yeah he definitely had sex with like jojo and lauren b which was also a whole thing on his season i'm confused about what i guess he changed his mind about wanting to i mean i'm not saying he doesn't have sex with his fiance i never asked him about it you know yeah Yeah, choosing not to live together first is interesting Maybe it's because of their parents would be like, you're living in sin. They're just like yeah, already also, having sex and don't have to talk about it with their parents. Maybe. Maybe it's something that's important to her and she's like, and he's like, yeah, whatever you want. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Curious mm-hmm. to me, but to each yeah. they own. Um, My mom quoted Matt, said, I owe it to these women to create a safe space for them. And then she said, I hope he does a better job of it this time than when he kept Victoria again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Also, this whole thing where Anna's like, I know this girl from Chicago and a lot of people reached out to me to say shitty things about her. Also, by the way, um, I think she's an escort. Like, seemed like a really weird leap. And like... The way that she addressed Brittany about it in front of all the other girls was weird. Am I wrong? That seemed weird. Um, I didn't think it was weird at the time, but yeah. I think it's because of all the previews. I guess so. Maybe, well, because she but... just like, she talked to at least Victoria about it, and it sounds like she told a lot of other people before she spoke to Brittany directly. And I just feel like... If you heard that or you think that or you care about that for some reason, like it's any of your business, you just would talk to the person about it privately. Yeah. Say like, hey, you've got a bit of a reputation. I've gotten some messages about you that are not all positive. Um, One of the things that's come up repeatedly is that you might be like a professional escort. What's the deal with that? Because like, Mm -hmm. you know, Matt probably will want to know if that's the case. But... It's the whole thing is like, who cares if she's an escort? I don't care. Matt might care, but she should tell him that if it's real. And if otherwise, I don't see why it's any of anyone's business. It's just like. Yeah, Yeah, I was imagining that like Anna was talking to Victoria, brought up that stuff and looked kind of uncomfortable saying it out loud. Yeah. And then I'm imagining that they just like went on and on all night talking about it. Yeah. What else do they have to talk about? And then, like, she got more and more hyped up about it. And, like, I hate this super new, super hot girl. Yeah. 
and like she's from where I'm from and I don't know she just like had a target on her and she just like probably wouldn't let it go and then throughout the night she just probably got on this train with momentum <laughs> and being like you know yeah you're you're an escort and I already told the whole house and now I feel more <laughs> confident about it because I've said it 800 times yeah 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 actually that's probably exactly what happened and then Brittany was just like I'm not and then she seemed offended by it um but I guess I don't know it's just I just don't see why it matters. Yeah. She can hang out with rich Chicago guys. Well, yeah. And actually, um, I don't remember who it was. Maybe Jacenia was like, a lot of that times it's just like people getting paid for their like company or to like dress up nice and go out to dinner with you. Like, it's just, it's not even necessarily about sex, which I think is probably true. And in either case, I don't know. I guess not everybody's like sex work is real work but that's my opinion it should be legal and safe for everybody involved and people shouldn't be so goddamn judgmental yeah but i do also think if i was like a very christian man trying to find my wife on television i would want to know that the person that i was dating was a sex worker yeah you'd want to know yeah but not everybody else everyone in the house to be yeah making her feel any sort of way about it totally do you remember what it said her job was I do not. Um, I'm really glad Kylie went home. Oh, yeah, the one with the the teenager like, face. Yeah, she's like a 12-year-old like gymnast body with big boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's Kylie like... went home and Kayla. Oh, Kayla, I who was we love. so sad. <laughs> he, who did he pick when he didn't pick her? I was so mad. Yeah, who was his last pick that I was like, you don't even like her? Yeah. <laughs> I remember who it was. And he, I think he picked Anna almost last, right? Yeah, Anna was towards the end. Um, Victoria was way before them. I was mm-hmm. like, Victoria already has a rose. So weird. Jasenia was towards the end, I think. She is very cute. Home? No, no, no. Yeah. She got one of the later roses, though. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't remember who went home, but whenever, or whoever stayed, but whoever's name he called out and instead of Kayla, I was super pissed. Yeah, same. She's gorgeous. Just every best. time she like I don't know if it's like her lip gloss or what, but I just like stare at her lips. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're mesmerizing. Oh, oh yeah. Was they're gonna, luscious. I was gonna look something up. Oh yeah, what's Brittany's job? I wonder if it didn't say. Because I remember Kylie's job said hostess. And I was like, she's the one they think is an escort. Yeah, that but then would have made more Brittany. sense to me. Because hostess is not a job, you guys. It's like four hours of work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You know? I was I mean, a hostess. Yeah, maybe like she's... 5 p.m. to 8 or 9. Maybe that's the one of her jobs that's easier to just call something, and maybe she does other stuff. Yeah. I just Later. think if you're a hostess, you need, like, a lot of jobs. I guess you could work at a restaurant that serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, that's true. And then maybe one of your regulars was like, you're so pretty, you should be on The Bachelor. Could be. Um. Oh, model. Brittany's official job is listed as model. Oh. It did say that, and I noticed it, and then I forgot. She has lip fillers, I'm sure of it. Maybe. I, she's very pretty. The yeah. thing is, like, she came in hot and a little aggressive, but she was responding to Victoria, being like... I don't th- 
oh, so you just, like, quarantined for two weeks by yourself and just, like, sat in your room as a backup just to be here, like, in case they needed a backup. And then that's when Brittany was like, well, they saved the best for last. Which sounds, like, snarky and whatever. What she's supposed to say? Out of context. But, yeah, she's defending herself to Victoria, who's immediately being an asshole because that's yeah. her deal. No, it's hostile when she walks in. And I don't think she, like... I don't think she seems aggressive at all. No, I don't think so either. I think she seems um, sort of unfazed by people coming at her, and people don't like that. They want, they're like trying to take her down a peg, but she's just like, I don't, stop saying shitty stuff to me. They don't pick the other girls. Mm -mm. There's some girl, is her name Ryan? Mm Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, who is that? Because they're not picking on her, they're only picking on Brittany. Yeah. They're not picking on Catalina, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, other than her crown being thieved from upon her head. But yes, yeah. in general, yeah, everybody was shitty to Brittany, but pretty nice to everybody else. Yeah, so. And maybe I just because she's the Brittany's first one who walked being, in. Yeah, or maybe because she kissed him. True, yeah. But she seems like she's acting as normal as she can for a whole house full of people who, like, hate her automatically yeah. without knowing her. The fuck? Yeah. Anyway. You know what, though? I would, too. I'm a very insecure, (laughs) tiny person, and I could not be in that house. I'd be like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate myself. What am I doing here? I'd, like, dig myself into a crazy hole. Yeah. Spiral of, like, self-loathing and self-doubt. Yeah. But I would, there's no way I'd get through the interview process. I think about that all the time. (laughs) Just, like, making a video to send of yourself to apply, I'm like, no way. Yeah. That's too much. You have to just, like, be into yourself. Oh, for sure. Like this. <laughs> just like that. One hand behind your head and one hand on your hip. Yeah. Higher than your hip. Higher than your hip on your back fat lump. And then you open your mouth and you wiggle side to side. Ah. <laughs> I'm into myself. And then, you're, and then you're on The Bachelor. Yeah. I did hear... That they're doing Bachelor in in what's okay Bachelor in Paradise Mm. this summer, cool, and it's going to have it's going to be a huge cast, a supersized cast. (laughs) What they're gonna have like people get you all tested, and you're just gonna sit in a hotel all summer, and like what if you're one of the last weeks? I mean, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll somehow have access to vaccines by then. Fingers crossed, because that does sound terrible. But there's gonna be people from. Wait, Pilot. are they already filming? No. Okay. They just said that they're gonna. It's gonna be a supersized cast because they are gonna be pulling people from the last like five seasons because they cool. didn't do Paradise last summer. So it's gonna be Pilot Pete's season, Claire and Tasha's season. What's right now? Matt James's season, and then whoever the Bachelorette is that season as well. So I guess it's four seasons, but Claire slash Tasha. So could have been any of Claire's mm-hmm. night one dudes or early people she sent home, or it could be any of cool. Tasha's. That's exciting. <sighs> so exciting. And then they're talking about how they like want to have Peter in Paradise, which I hope they don't do, because <laughs> that would be so annoying. But could Get you imagine? Him. If Peter's in paradise, and then they also bring back, like, Maddie and Hannah Ann. <gasps> they would. They would. They would oh, tell Peter no. that they're not going to, and then they would do it. 
Wait, Maddie can't come. She's not going to have sex with anyone. Yeah, but everybody knows that about her, so... Mm. You don't have to have sex in paradise. Oh, man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) I just can't stop thinking about Maddie's inappropriate spray tan. Mm. So dark, so orange. Just hide your hands if you're going to take pictures of yourself with your spray tan. (laughs) Hide your hands. Hide your hands. Put one hand behind your head (laughs) and one hand on your back fat. And then, and then you can take a picture. And then you can take the picture. And then nobody knows how bad your spray tan is because they can't see your white knucks. Ugh. So weird. Anywho, do you have anything else to say about this show? No. Neither do I. We may have cool. um, a special segment that I may or may not put into this episode. We'll see how it goes. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Might be can next I steal week. you for a sec? Yeah. So cute. I'm excited. Me too. So if that happens, it'll be weird because we'll just like ploop it in somewhere in the middle of the episode Mm. and you won't be here to comment on it. (laughs) But I guess that's sort of the nature of the segment because it's like supposed to interrupt things, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And change the subject. Other people aren't around. Yeah. And it's inconvenient. And then... It's dramatic, and it makes people feel bad. So that's what we're going for. <laughs> I'm going to be really resentful of this. Okay, perfect. But, JK. Right. Oh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.